Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. We are so excited to be back on our next topic that we're going to talk about today. And I'm sitting here with a fabulous Connie. Say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back. <laughs> we are so happy to hear all the feedback that we're hearing from our um, listeners and getting their questions um, and trying to prepare everybody. Of course, the holidays, you know, Christmas is now our next holiday coming up and New Year's to be. So we thought it was appropriate to pull this question out from you all out there listening. I hope you find this valuable to you as well. Yeah, and any questions that you have, remember to send them in because this is how we make great podcasts. <laughs> right? Because you guys are all fabulous and amazing. Um, so today our topic is about our past relationships baggage. Um, you know, that word is thrown around a lot, and I guess it's something that I would always say, define the definition of baggage. <laughs> yeah, people will come to us and say, I don't want anyone to have baggage. Well, baggage is different to everyone. Everyone, so. right. And so, I mean, let's just start off with the basic. I kind of call it the soul, right? So it starts off with the foundation when we were all born into this world, and it's appropriate with being Christmas, right? So as we know... God has already calculated all the hairs on our head and the design of what we'll do in life and where we'll walk and this path we'll take and the highs and the lows and the when we're on the top of the mountain, nobody wants to go down to the valley, but we have to go down to the valley to get up to the top of the mountain, right? <laughs> so part of baggage is the roller coaster ride that we go through in life. Um, so when we come into this world, Obviously, I believe we're all pure, we're innocent, we're naive, we're trying to figure out life. I'm watching it through the eyes of my precious little three-year-old now and seeing all the things every day she's learning. And you try to go back to remembering what life was like on the foundation when you were born into this world, right? <laughs> so today, what I really want to dive into is thinking about the relationship journey that you particularly talked or, or walked. Um, so, you know, again, we start dating when we're in high school or maybe we're just focusing on, on our academics and we don't start dating until college or maybe we're still focusing on our academics and we're really implanted in our head. Don't date until you're older and, you know, wiser maybe or you're, you're achieved what your goals are. Then there's other people such as myself. We're going to get into Connie's story too and other, other people's stories, but um, that I started dating at a younger age. I remember telling my parents, I think at like 12, can I go on a date? I had an older <laughs> sister and I hung out with older people all the time. So I was like, why can't I go to the movies, you know? So I want to say I probably had my first official date at 12 with parent supervision. <laughs> and um, it has really probably also helped what God has equipped me to do now in today's world of relationships. So you know, you go through, some people have had a lot of dating experiences, some have not, um, but I really truly feel like the, what people, the word baggage is such a, a misleading word that people throw around way too loosely, and they don't really think what they would consider baggage is actual useful experience 
useful tools that you can use in life, right? So, I mean, I have gone through all different types of relationships, starting to date at about probably 14. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and each one of them has had their highs, their lows, their challenges, um, but each relationship teaches you life experiences. So one thing I think today that I hope really touches on your heart as you're going through you know, your daily walk, um, finding your faith or trying to get closer to God is having that conversation with God and just talking to him and saying, what do you want me to learn from this relationship? And, and what is it that you want me to learn in this season? Why maybe a relationship isn't happening or you're really in a hard place in life right now and, um, pray about those details. And so I think some of the times that we consider things in life to be baggage and when we're starting to share our story with somebody that we're super interested in, or we're doing an introduction for you and then you just open up like a can of worms, right? And you start sharing all of these details that could be considered back. <laughs> yes, some people do say. It is so important that we kind of turn around the word baggage into life experiences because I think that that's something that um, we don't give enough credit for what we're supposed to le learn through each scenario we go through to make us stronger and better in today. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And some people even say, you know, even with our process, you know, oh, I've had to already go on three dates. Like, I need that person. You know, I need it to be the next introduction, say, for example. But little do you know that it's actually taught you something or it's, you know, guided us in a better direction. Like, every single person that's put into your life is for a purpose, and I'm sure we all know that, and that's what we believe in. Um, but it truly is, you know, meant to teach us something. And also, I know that Renee's talked a lot about, you know, dating and relationships that way, but also relationships with friends and family um, and, you know, just how they affect us too. I have someone who's extremely close to me, um, who, you know, hasn't always had a great relationship with her father, um, you know, for, you know, all different kind of reasons, but that is allowing her not to trust. And then she's got in relationships where, um, you know, a gentleman has proved her, un, you know, untrustworthy or, you know, not being loyal. And then, you know, now she's come to meet that right person. I always say, you know, our baggage has taught us, you know, and whether, you know, for her, it's been a hard journey for trust, but it's always something that you have to work on too. I think that so many people don't realize, and of course, we're not therapists and, you know, that's not, you know, our line of work, but what, um, there's so many amazing therapists out there that can help you guide and, you know, close those doors too, if there's things like trust in past relationships or, you know, previous relationships can always affect our future relationships. And I also think when looking for that right person, it's very, very important that you have healed and overcome all the, let's say, baggage as what has come from that past relationship. And so although it's amazing that they've learned you something, but you also have to make sure that you've healed um you know and things like that even like Renee said you start dating when you're like 14 well so depending for some people I'm the same as Renee started dating earlier and then I'm pretty sure someone probably broke my heart or cheated on me when I was like 16 and you know you never really trust the same after so it's something that you have to work on even whether it's at a young age or it's whether something a friendship someone's kind of you know stabbed you in the back or something like that it's something that you really have to work on for those future relationships to make sure that you're ready Right, which is like what I call it the healing of the heart phase, right? So like, you know, 
anything and everything you do in life is all about your attitude. Mind over matter, your brain is your most powerful tool, right? So I think that there's a lot of times, you know, people go through and we're not minimizing the emotional period or phase that you go through. You have to grieve. You have to go through these these ups and downs and these feelings and, and, and everything you think or you feel. Sometimes you're lonely or whatever it is. And, and you have to allow yourself to feel that way. You have to. You have to. Like, I, I'm, I am famous for, I mean, a little bit more history about myself. Like, I grew up in a guy's world, like, ever since I was a little kid. So I grew up on the basketball court with the guys. I grew up in, like, the shop with the cars and everything else. So naturally, I say, like, I kind of was raised more like a boy in a weird way. My dad will always say, how does she relate to men so well? And I'm like, well, that's because I pretty much was, like, thrown in the lion's den of men. So I, but what, where I'm going with this, because follow me, you know, yeah. you're talking spaghetti, right, like us women. If you haven't picked up that book, you've got to pick up that book. Um, men are like waffles, women are like spaghetti, but... My point where I'm kind of going with this is um, it quickly taught me to close off emotions because men typically are not emotional um, and women are more emotional. And so I guess where I'm going with this is, you know, there's times when I'm, we're going through things. Our team, we're so close. We're like a family, right? We're like brothers and sisters. It feels like yeah. our team here at One True Match. Um, but, you know, I, Connie has even said to me, like, just going through the journey of life, you know, in our own personal walk as well, uh, you know, and, and going through the experiences with our clients too. Like, we really have to... Um, talk ourselves into not feeling, you know, sad in areas like this. And Connie, so Connie's the best to say, cry it out, Renee. Like, you got to let it go, yeah. you know. And you and it, there's some truth to that because there's some very strong people that have a hard time going there emotionally. And that's what's kind of keeping them in that department of what I would label in air quotes baggage. Yeah. Because why? You have not freed it from your psychological journey. Um, and then, you know, there's other people that are super emotional, right? That, that, that are, I mean, Connie and I are very similar, but we have our team yeah. and I, there's, I'm not going to name anybody, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we have some that just react so much more emotionally quickly. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's beautiful. Like sometimes I'm like, I look at them like, gosh, if I could just be a little more emotional at times, you know? <laughs> but, um, so I think that it's all about opening up your heart and really being true to what it is you feel and think and evaluating that to be able to move forward so that, again, I keep saying when you're talking about your experience, you're being asked about your past relationships, like, you can speak articulately about what it means to you. Yeah, and you can also, like, so many people say, you know, of course, you know, some, you know whether you've been divorced and just or had, you know, past relationships or things like that. But, you know, some people are always kind of shy over the topic of exes or, you know, don't ever want to bring them up. And someday they're going to come up. Of course, we do not suggest on the first date, we do not suggest on the first five dates to talk about that. Right. I try to always say, like, at least get to your third or fifth date before you have to bring up any of those details. Yeah. But if they do come up, like, kind of make it, like, a prideful thing. Like, that person, yeah, they weren't my person. That's why I'm sat here with you. But they taught me so much. Like, I think so many people hate the fact or if, you know, an ex is brought up, they kind of cringe over the subject. And, of course, every situation is different and it could be, you know, a much harder situation. But kind of, I would say take it, like, 
you know, pride in your step, like that person taught you something and it might have not been the best lesson. It might have been a really bad lesson, but you know what you're not looking for anymore. And I mean, we know so many people that have been in, you know, bad relationships or, you know, uh, relationships through mental health that it's not necessarily the other person's fault or, you know, um, narcissistic or things like that. And that takes a lot of healing. We don't expect anyone to jump past that, but it also makes you who you are today. And you know that isn't what you want. And also you're as terrible as it sounds, but people that have been in those relationships with people with mental health or, um, you know, problems that you can then um, see those um problems in your fu- in the future people or in people that you go on out a date or you know some people say oh they're just like my ex and that's the reason I don't want to move forward with this date and I think that's such a valid you know reason and sometimes we have to date a few people you know what do they say like you know talking about princesses and whatever you have to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince and I really think <laughs> it's true as kind of ridiculous as that saying you have to be you have to go through a tough time before finding the one you know some people do get their fairy tales from day one but let's be honest that's not the majority we have to kind of be hurt and learn our lessons and also it only makes us grow as a person you know and people have gone through you know terrible marriages or terrible relationships and you know it's it is it's terrible for them but you know, it's also made them the person who they are, you know, and I'm not here to share anyone's story, but I just know that so many people are kind of a bigger and a better person and have taught them so much by going through a really tough time. And even though that's hard to see for them at the time. That is so true. Um, And as Connie's talking, I'm just thinking about, um, there's a couple that I really want to bring in. She's another leader in my industry, matchmaker, that we just had this amazing retreat down in South Florida, connecting our clients and matches and things like that. It was so powerful. Um, but she and her husband are on their second marriage, and they both went through difficult marriages, and they both had a lot of, again, air quotes, baggage, if that's what you want to call it, experiences. Um, and I can't wait to bring them on for them to share their stories because it's really powerful that they now 26 years have been married their kids are all blended it is literally like the Brady Bunch family like it's just (laughs) so incredible um you know and I can speak from my own experiences of like I doubt any of my exes are listening to this but if they are (laughs) I just want to say I love and appreciate each one of you (laughs) clearly it wasn't the right match and it didn't work out but um there there is no part that I would have bitterness towards any of them. Um, But when you're in it and you get to the point of what is, I hate the word breakup because it always sounds so daunting, right? That's why everybody holds on to relationships as long as they do. Um, But I definitely feel that I know what it it feels like too when you're in those toxic or hard or difficult periods of time and you just really can't see through the light and you're trying to navigate, you know, well, I can't even see getting through this or what do I do or how do I get there and everything else. And the truth is if something, if someone does not make you a better person, then I hate to say it, it was like mistakenly chosen of who you're then continuing to be with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life is so short. And maybe you had a beautiful family and and beautiful children and all these other things. But, you know, I I have researched and I have surveyed tons of kids to ask, like, that, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, we're staying in the relationship for the kids. And I totally get that. Like, I, I mean, that's the dream, right? But also... 
a toxic relationship or an unhealthy relationship is not good for the kids to see that because I mean in our line of work we talk about it all the time in our team meetings and we're just trying to all be better for our clients better knowledge researching all this stuff I'm a little obviously that's what I do for a living but I also <laughs> love it is that these kids are you know kind of our, our like the teenagers I like to spend a lot of time with because the majority of them have come from unfortunately broken homes and they just don't even know what true love is or looks like so it's just so important that um, when you are setting that example um, you know and and you're showing that to other people that you're really pure and clear in your own heart so that you can put that out to the universe to attract that same like-minded person um and you know maybe maybe you're somebody that's never had a relation like a real you know mm -hmm. like you've never had a long-term relationship or or you've never been married like you know we have several clients that have never been married before and um i also applaud them for being so selective and not just jumping when, you know, the biological clock is ticking and all these other fun, fancy things that happen, you know, in life or whatever and in your peers um, put pressure on you and stuff like that. And I mean, Connie knows more recently married when they put the pressure on you when you're engaged. Like, when are you going to get married? Yeah, when are you going to get married? Get married? It's like, when uh, are you going to have kids? It's like this whole yeah. like world of this so many Disney people. fantasy that yeah. people put that pressure on you. Um, so I guess what I'm, I'm speaking of is like, you know, we had... Obviously, my dear friends, um, Dr. Henry on and, and his lovely wife, Suzanne, a couple weeks ago. And um, the truth is, is, you know, when you're in the waiting phase, think about some of the things that, again, are life, your life experiences that aren't necessarily baggage. I hate to use that word. Um, but the baggage could be that you've never actually been married before, right? Somebody might consider that. Like, you could either be drained out on like terrible relationships and you're just yeah. like a walking talking sorrow story of problems in relationships or you're like somebody that absolutely has never really actually had relationships mm -hmm. so then there's that risk with that but I think that it's just so important that you know your story and that you have um, taking the time to study and understand why you've gone through the journey that you have to be able to articulate that in the reasons why you are truly ready to meet the right person. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And I know that we say to everyone over and over and over again that it's God's plan. And sometimes people are like, well, why isn't it happen to me, happening to me? And as cringe and as cliche as it sounds, like everything does happen for a reason. So if there's this reason why you're in the waiting phase, then, you know, it's just to be closer to that one that you do find and also if you are in like a bad relationship like Renee said so many people you know um grow up and say oh we just stayed together for our kids like that I I mean I get the reason for it like and like Renee said she understands but that is not the reason like so many children don't want to be with you know I'm blessed to have my parents still together but I know so many people that um you know kind of even don't say for example had a bad relationship with their father and their father wasn't necessarily loyal to their mum, then turned to, like, kind of not agree with, you know, not respect their mother for her decisions. So, like, it sounds terrible, but you also have to be um, selfish in this, you know, in those situations and know that God has a plan and a much better plan that you're already in, whether it's a bad relationship or just had so much hurt in life because our previous relationships do affect us, but they 
you know, people always say they affect us in the wrong way, but really it's only to make us amazing and affect us in the best way it's possible for our future relationships or that person that you're going to spend life with. Yeah, so I feel like the word that I want everybody to throw out of their vocabulary is the word baggage. <laughs> because baggage is only in the eyes of the beholder of what you believe is baggage. So if there's any area of your life that you feel, well, that could be baggage, or maybe I'm too old, maybe I'm too young, maybe I have too many children, maybe this isn't the right time, maybe this isn't the... And baggage is a good thing, because when I want to travel, I want to have all my bags full of my good stuff. So it's just like, remember it that way. (laughs) It's a good way of putting it. Um, So I just think that it's so important to, unless you're packing a bag, like Connie just said, throw that word out of your vocabulary and um, look at them more as life experiences. When people say, oh, do you have baggage, or what's your baggage, or whatever, or like, how could you be so amazing and still single, or how could you be Yeah, or even mentally. Mentally, so many people say, I have too much baggage. Like, no, we don't want to hear that. Yeah, and I I would say your answer back to that question when somebody asks you that is you just say, I actually have too many life experiences. I just still haven't found the one yet. Yeah. You don't sound like you can't be with you. It just sounds like you know who you are and you're preparing for the one right (laughs) exactly exactly so well I always hate I feel like this time flies by so fast um but I do know that we like to keep it short and give you guys some tips and and tools and and we look forward to answering more questions as we go and I hope that you find this helpful during this season of Um, you know, looking for the right person, continuing to grow your relationships and have just intelligent conversations when you are talking to people about what is most important to you. So yeah, and remember all those tough times are going to only lead to something special. Yes. So continue to pray for your mate if you're with a mate or continue to pray for your mate and figure out those things that you're truly looking for. Maybe we do another podcast on your needs and wants and how important it is for that. And we just love you and can't wait to hear more. And we're sending all of our love. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.